0: We've seen a lot this year. Hatred and division, acceptance and hope. We've met new people and said goodbye to others. We've seen war and violence and experienced love and peace. We've seen controversy and we've seen community. But the one constant, the one thread running through it all has been Jesus. He has never left us, never forsaken us. He is the same today as He was yesterday. In our darkest moments, He was our light. In our deepest fears, He was our confidence. In our victories, He was our strength. In our failures, He was our grace. His love for us has never failed. As we begin a new year, let's make it our mission to be more like Jesus. To love more, care deeper, stand stronger, serve passionately, share constantly. May our faith be more than a title. May the very fabric of our being be consumed with Jesus. This is our calling, this is our mission, this is a new year.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Belong Church. Happy New Year. It's a new year. It's a new decade, if we can believe that. It's just crazy, all the different things we have going on. And you may or may not be able to see through um, the, the lens that I've got some stuff going on here. My mouth's all busted up. And I got the spot on my head. So let me just tell you right away, I don't know what you did on New Year's, but I decided to meet some new friends and they were so excited to meet me, they drove through all of the red lights getting here to get here as quickly as they could. I had some medicine that a doctor had prescribed me, and, and I didn't read it clearly enough and closely enough, and I was supposed to take food with it, and it caused a problem with me. I passed out, and I was passed out for like 10 minutes, and I'm um, scared, Lenore and Jen half to death, Lenore says she can still hear the thump where I hit my head on the side of the Bed and um, got everything worked out, and they tried to get me to a hospital, and I'm just too stubborn to do that. But thankfully, nothing bad happened. It was just a little bit of traumatic and knocked me out of work for a couple of days. But we're here, and I look a little worse for the wear, but that's all right. And it's kind of funny because I was um, looking through some Facebook stuff um, last night as I was preparing my message. And one of the things that says, have you ever, and one of the things you could check off was passed out. And before um, Wednesday at, let's see, what was it, 9.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, I can't remember exactly, maybe it's 10.30. Before that time, I could have not checked that box, but now I can check that box. So I've got a little humor in it. That's just kind of who I am. Um, But thankfully, everything turned out well speaking of humor, I saw something else that was funny, and it's a pic. If you can see, I don't know if you'll be able to see it very well, but it's a a holy Bible that is (laughs) is string-wrapped. I'm laughing because it really cracks me up. And right there in the center, it says, signed copy. So I don't really know how they pulled that off to get a signed copy of the Bible. And I don't really know who would sign it. Would it be each one of the Abraham Moses the Apostle Paul that <laughs> just cracks me up anyway so I had to share that with you I thought that was very very funny well I already mentioned that it is a new year and a new decade and it's a it's you've probably seen all these different things going around that we're closer to 20. 50 than we are to all these different things and all these perspectives that we put it into and it's pretty crazy to think about where we are and and someone else posted um it's 2020 and i can't believe we're not flying around in the hovercrafts like the jetsons and you know that was one of my favorite cartoons growing up and and i was so looking forward to that being the case although i don't know that we're that far away from it with uber trying to do the flights and all that stuff but We are at a place in time where it changed from one day to the next just like every other day, but it was actually more than just simply that. In fact, we would look at it and call it time and a a rotation around the sun and, and a different season, but different things happen in different seasons. The question is, what do we do with it? See, we all have 365 days. We all have 52 weeks. And get this number. We all have 8,760 hours in a year. The question is, what are you going to do with it? The question is, what am I going to do with it? And it's interesting for me to, to revisit this because actually in my senior speech, when I was in high school, I did a similar thing and I broke it down to minutes and seconds and all this stuff and how we have to have purpose and intentionality with what we're doing. But as we are turning this year into a new decade, and into a new year, I want to encourage everyone to let's take a little bit more time and focus because we have just crossed over, not simply to that new year, but to a new decade. And what God wants to do In this new season, I believe, is going to be amazing. And I'm so excited about the message. I actually had a whole other message ready. It was almost completely done. I just had to put a couple little fine tunes on it. And I just really felt in my spirit that God wanted something different. So I stayed up all night working on this and got it all prepared. And I, I really am just so very, very excited. In the Old Testament, the way, way back, and if you don't know the Bible that well, that's fine. I'm just going to try and help you out with it a little bit. A long time ago, Moses, in the very, very beginning, and you may have heard of him because he helped take the Israelites out of captivity, at captivity out of Egypt, but he was out there and he was all by himself, and he was talking with God, and God had all these crazy experiences and gave him a call and a word and a destiny, and he just kind of described it all to him, but it was just him. He then attracted other leaders and as the captives were set free and then they're walking around in, in the wilderness for 40 years and they're going through all these crazy things and if you've seen it, the, the, the Moses in the Red Sea just opening up and the craziness of that story, crazy miracles that Moses saw, crazy miracles that they all witnessed at the hand of Moses. And then comes the next person in the secession. It was Joshua. And in Joshua chapter 1, we see that even with the greatness of Moses, even in the exodus from Egypt, and how awesome and incredible all that was, the crazy, crazy miracles, yet Joshua now had to embrace that he was entering into a new season and the new things that God would want to do in, Joseph's li- in, jo- in Joshua's life and in the life of the whole nation that is around there. If you'll turn your Bibles with me to Joshua chapter 1, starting with verse 1. We're going to go through it kind of quickly. After the death of Moses, the servant of God, God spoke to Joseph, Moses' assistant. He'd been his right hand. Verse 2, Moses, my servant, is dead. You want to talk about being harsh. That's pretty harsh. I mean, for God to say, hey, the guy that you were serving, he's not here anymore. Look at this. Get going. And this is out of the Message Bible, if you didn't see that at the bottom there. But it's kind of a paraphrase of it. But I love how it says there, hey, you need to get up and go. You can't just stay around here and and just, you know, go, well, what are we going to do now? Because Moses has died. What's the next season? 2019's gone. The decade from 2010 to 2019 is gone. We're in 2020. We're in a new decade. Get going. Continues on. He says, Cross this Jordan River, and you and all the people, and cross the country I'm giving to the people of Israel, and I will give you every square inch of the land you set your foot on. He's like, Everywhere you put your foot, and wherever you tread, and wherever you walk, I'm giving that to you, just as I promised Moses. Skipping to verse 5. All your life. No one will be able to hold out against you. In the same way I was with Moses, okay, all that stuff you saw, all the good, all the presence of God, all the, 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 the miracles and just the craziness that his eyes were undoubtedly, it's like, whoa, look at that. In the same way I was with Moses, I'll be with you. Can I just tell you right there, someone needs to hear these next few seconds, if nothing else. As God has been with your family. Those who have gone before you, you know, maybe it's your father and your grandfather, or your, your mom or your grandmom or, or a great-grandmom, whoever, as, as God was with them, he's going to be with you. Look at this. I won't give up on you, and I won't leave you. Very often I, I hear people talking, and, and I see their Facebook posts like, I don't know how much longer I can keep holding on. I don't know how much longer I can keep, keep, keep. Uh, 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 uh. This is a great word. God says, I'm not going to give up on you. And I won't leave you. That's amazing. Verse 6, strength courage. You're going to lead these people to inherit the land that I promised to give their ancestors. There's still something for you to possess and to, for you to grab a hold of in what God is doing in your life. Verse 7. Give it everything you have. Your heart and your soul. Make sure you carry out the revelation that Moses commanded you. Every bit of it. Don't get off track either to the left or to the right. So as make sure you, you get where you're going. Now, I want to take a little bit of liberty here and I want to make it more applicable to us. And and I'm going to switch one word and you're going to see it here. The next thing that I, the next screen comes up. It says, give it all you got, your heart and soul. But now this is about us and I replaced Moses with God. Make sure that you carry out the revelation that God commanded you. God's got these prophecies, these promises that he's given to you. Make sure you carry out this revelation of what he has. And if it's just as much, you go in every bit of that. Don't get off track. Look at this. As we start off a new year, as we start off a a new decade, make sure to get where you're going. We talk all the time, almost nonstop, about God has a plan for your life. It's one of our three, our four core values is number three, that you have a purpose and you need to discover your purpose. you got to get where you're going. you got to understand what God is doing in your life because it's a new year. It's a new decade. This isn't a time to sit on the, on the sidelines and just kind of say, well, I'm just going to see what happens. And many people say, well, Pastor Kevin, I'm really just scared of the unknown. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm just fearful about so many things, and, and I'm uncertain about so many things. And I, I don't know how, I mean, it's been going pretty rough, and I, I don't know. I mean, that uncertainty. How about this? The wars and rumors of wars. And that's even in the Bible that Jesus says, man, in the last day, that's what's going to happen. And so many people are concerned about what's happened in this last many hours about, you know, the attack on our embassy and then our retaliation and taking out that general and, and, and all these different things. There's so many people that are really, really upset. But they're morally scared. They're worried about it. They don't know what to do, and, and, and I talked so, last night to so many people, and i like, oh my gosh, we're in World War III. Oh my gosh, we're going to, eh, eh, And they can't hardly even focus on anything because of that fear. It's paralyzing. But as we head into this new year and into this new season, this new decade, look at what Isaiah spoke in 43, 18. Forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Man, there's nothing for you in that rearview mirror. The rearview mirror is this big and your windshield is this big. Forget about it. Forget the former things. Let that stuff be in the past. Verse 19. See, I'm doing a new thing, God says. Now it springs up, don't you perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. What you think about that? And the the describe the descriptions and the describers that are there, the streams in the wasteland. Where, where it's dry. And where everything is just wasted away, there's nothing left, or the wilderness and, and all this stuff, God says, man, I'm bringing streams, I'm bringing the water, I'm bringing what is sustenance that's going to change that wasteland into from being wasteland into being something productive. And he's speaking that about your life. So great news if it's been really, really difficult in your life if a wasteland would describe your 2019 and perhaps your 2018 and perhaps we can keep going back in years, forget it. God says, forget all of that, what's behind you. Wipe off the lens that is your rearview mirror and just get all the smudges out. Also, the second part of our core values, the To find freedom and just walk outside of that stuff, but forget about it. And that includes the good. See, there was a whole lot of good that Moses had done. These crazy miracles. And yet God said, that time's gone. Can I tell you, 2019's gone. 2018's gone. The the whole decade that was last is gone. Even the good. It's a memory. The bad, the difficulty, the struggles that you would say, man, I've just, I, I've just like been burdened down and it just seems like it's trying to take me out. And can I tell you, in the natural, most of us walked in from 2019 into 2020 still carrying some baggage, still pulling it along. Maybe it's on your back in a backpack and it's the, the weights in there that's just like pulling you down. That's normal. And that's even natural. That's that's what happens in our lives. But can I tell you God is saying, you need to forget all of that because it's a new season, it's a new year, it's a new decade for us to reset. The same way he told Joshua Hey, you got to forget that. He says in Isaiah, forget the former things. Man, you got to forget the past. You got to stop. You got to turn it away. And you got to say, man, that was then. Isaiah 43 19 in the NLT, a different version of translation says, For I'm about to do something new. Again, this is God speaking through the prophet. See, I've already begun. Let me tell you, when the clock turned from 11.59 to 12, when people saw the ball drop and the the different formats where it was and the different time zones and everything, even then God was saying, man, I've already begun. Do you not see it? Look at this. And I'll make a pathway through the wilderness, and I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. That word dry wasteland just jumped out at me because, as I already have alluded to, many people would use that as a descriptor of their life. They're, they feel like, I just live in the dry, dry wastelands, and maybe it even seems like you're spinning your wheels. But look at this in e- 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 Ezekiel. Sorry, I'm a little bit slow with my pronunciations this morning. Ezekiel 37, starting with verse 1. God is speaking to Ezekiel. And he says, The Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. And he led me all around among the bones that were covering the valley floor. In other words, there's bones everywhere in this dry place. And they were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Does that remind you of a dry place? wasteland. And God took him there. By the Spirit, he was led there. Look at this, verse 3. Then he, God asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? Now, once you think about that, God brings the prophet into this valley that's just dry and wasteland and it's just nasty and there's nothing there. I mean, can't you just see the tumbleweeds all dried and just blowing around like an old western, okay? And all these bones from whatever had caused that to be the case, whether it's a war, whether it's a, a, a town that just dried up, whatever, all these bones that was once people are laying down there. God brings him there and he says, Is it possible, for this it is dry, and this is completely just waste, that it can become living people again? I don't know about you, but if God asked me that question, I don't know that I would even have the the presence of mind to say the reply that he gave. Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, Ezekiel replied, you alone know the answer to that. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I've read this story. I know how it turns out. So I can answer with a little bit more confidence. But man, if you're, you're there and you put yourself in the Bible and you're Ezekiel and you're looking at it and he's like, well, God, I don't think this is a trick question. I don't think you're asking me this for, because it's not going to happen. But I, I, I don't know. You alone know. And I highlighted that because there's so many times that when we're in dry places, we're in what seems to be wastelands, and yet you get a word from God, and he says, oh, it's going to be so amazing. And you look at that and go, I don't see it, God. I want to challenge you that this becomes our reply. God, you alone know But here's where we're going. Verse four. Then he, God, said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones. God's saying what I'm about to tell you to prophesy is prophetic. So speak it out of your mouth. And then he goes on to tell him what to say. Say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Can I tell you this morning, man, I'm getting a little bit emotional right now. Listen to the word of the Lord. If you feel like you're in this dry wasteland, if you feel like you're surrounded by just death and destruction and everything's just like, ah, there's no way. God's saying, speak something prophetic. and Say this. Hey, all that that's death and dry and and wasteland around me, listen to the word of the Lord. Verse five, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. Verse six, and I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover your skin, and I love this. I'll put breath into you and you will come to life. See, God breathed life, the breath of life into Adam. That brought him to life. And the story goes on. You should go and finish reading it because we're not going to spend it because I'm running out of time. But God ended up doing that exact crazy miracle. And all of a sudden these bones just all started coming together and and muscles came back on and Flesh started covering them. And they they rose up and, and started worshiping God. Can you imagine seeing that? I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that when we get to heaven, that I hope we get to see some reenactments of, and we get to see, they get to roll the video back and like replay that stuff. Because man, that's something I want to see. Can I tell you, it's the same thing. God's saying, "I want to breathe into you, and you'll come to life." Today's the first day of 21 days of prayer, and and as a as a church, we've put it as a. Pr- a premium from day one, even before we launch the church, that we will have 21 days of prayer and fasting in January, and we'll have 21 days of prayer in August, the, the two different shiftings of the seasons. And as we're here, it's upon us. Today is day one. So can I tell you, you have 21 opportunities that starts today, 21 opportunities to speak prophetically out what God says. And man, you don't even have to really know what you're doing because we got it all done for you. It's all going to be led. It's gonna, I'm telling you, even a child can walk through this and it will be very, very obvious and it'll be strategic and it's easy. So easy. 21 days of prayer. It starts today. Tomorrow, we will be here. We'll be live on the same way you're seeing us. We'll be at live at 6 a.m., the weekdays at 6 a.m. It's for one hour, and you may say, oh, my gosh, how in the world What can I pray? I'd be done praying in one minute. It's all structured very, very... Um, very, very well. In fact, the hour goes by very, very quickly, and we do it from 6 to 7, so it doesn't impact your your going to work negatively, and we don't expect everyone's going to be able to come, but I do encourage you to jump in and to to join us online because this is your opportunity to speak to your future. You have 21 of those opportunities. I just want to encourage every single one of us to join in Invite a friend. And and yes, I said fasting. And and someone actually put put on our Facebook message, uh, one of the things from last year says, are you really going to fast for 21 days? Yes. But you see, it's not fasting that we're going to compel you to fast anything. I'm not telling anyone what to fast. Any more than I expect you to tell me what to fast. I have gone to the Lord And I have made my decision what I'm going to fast. That's exactly what I encourage you to do. Ask God what it is he would want you to fast. And and it may be social media. It may be um, all kinds of things. It may be sugar. It can be the Daniel. It may be completely just water. God, I hope not. I mean, that's a a tough one for 21 days. But man, I mean, if that's what God's calling you to do, he will give you the, the, the ability to do that. Whatever it would be, I know some people fast chocolate. I know some other things. The, the, the basic rule, if you, if you were one, one-on-one with me, I would tell you this. It should cost you something. So if you don't like vegetables like someone I know, to say you're fasting vegetables for the 21 days of prayer is not costing you Anything. For me to say I'm not going to have Brussels sprouts for the 20, next 21 days is no different than the other 365 days that are going to be in this year. You understand what I'm saying. You have the opportunity to not, to not just pray there by yourself or wherever you're at or on, as you're driving into work and joining us online, and it, it'll be up there the whole day you can do it, and it'll reset um, the next day. It'll go away and it's just there for the 24 hours. But you also have the ability to send us your prayer requests and we will have them and we'll be praying over them. And we're not going to say you're specific. I mean, it's, it's all private between you, but we will be laying hands on it and anointing them with oil and asking God to move. And we believe one of the major tenets of our church is we believe that prayer changes things, prayer changes everything. But it requires something of us. And as we do that, the thing that we've done since, again, day one for our church is we filled out these little bitty sheets. At the top, it gives a year. It says 2020 prayer requests. And and I encourage you, even if you're sitting there at home and you're watching us remotely, you're watching sometime during the week or whenever it is you would be watching us, Simply pull out a piece of paper and and simply write those things down and, and write down, God, I'm believing you for. Speak those prophetic words. Use your mouth. Use your pen to say, God, I'm asking you for, whether it's a mate, whether it's a mate to be saved, whether it's someone to be healed, whether it's this bill to be paid, whatever those things are, God, I'm asking you for that this year then put it in an envelope and seal it up. And then we pray over them and you pray over them and you'll see us, we'll have the, the envelopes up here and we'll pray over them and you'll see that we're giving intentionality towards that. And the next year, we'll open those up and see all the greatness that God has done. If you will, bow your heads with me. The best opportunity anyone can have at the beginning of a new year and now a new season a new decade is to accept christ so on this first sunday in 2020 this new year this new you can literally be a new you where do you find yourself this morning where do you find yourself today See, the first step out of the dry wastelands is beginning a relationship with Christ. And if that's you, if you're ready, if you're ready to come back even, I want you to simply say this prayer with me. Say, God in heaven, I want to begin a relationship with you. I want to know you. Right now, I ask you to forgive me for every time that I've missed it and make me brand new. Let this be my year. I surrender my life to you. Thank you for dying on a cross, giving your life for me. Today I give you my life. And the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, now I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer for the first time, or maybe they've prayed it before and they're coming back. Lord, I pray, and I know that all of heaven is rejoicing for every single one. Father, I now speak to the, those dry lands and that wasteland, Lord, that we saw in several different places in your word. And we see you said to speak to. So Father, I'm speaking to that right now and and I'm calling forth those rivers where it was once just nothing but dryness that you're going to cause this great turnaround where the dry bones were completely gone. There's nothing, no shred of life. You blew into that, the breath of life. And Lord, your word says that you caused the muscle and then the skin to come back up. Lord, those things that people would look at and say, even the death that is there, there's no way. And Lord, even that one that would say that I'm not even able to have a child, I've been told by the doctors I'm not able to. God, that you're able to breathe life. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as we close, I just want to encourage you to take the next step if you prayed that prayer with me and simply text the word NEXT to 469-289-1114. That's text the word NEXT to 469-289-1114. And that's our text communication system where we're able to communicate back and forth with you. And, And we also want to hear your testimonies. Send us an email at info at belongdfw.com and you can send your prayer requests in to prayer at belongdfw.com and as i've already mentioned i encourage you to invite somebody to come along invite somebody to be there with you and watch maybe in person or maybe you guys phone call each other and coordinate that you're you're both online and watch it at six o'clock in the morning tomorrow morning i'll be here bright eyed and bushy tail and Lenora will be leaving, leading one of these days and we're still trying to get Michael to do one this time and um, we're still going to work hard on that one. It's going to be a great, great time. And the other thing as we close is if you want to be a part of the financial solution that is our church, the easiest way is to use the text to give and it's a different number than our texting for communication because it has to be secure but that number is 469-410-7788 you simply text the word give and if it's your first time doing it it's going to ask you a couple of questions and you're going to just jump through those hoops and then after you do that it's got you all stored in there and it's all secured you can also go to givetobelong.com. Now, as I close, and if you will go and stand up with me and we'll, we'll pray and dismiss, I was looking at the stats this morning, and more than 50%, I think it's like 51% of the people who are watching on YouTube are not subscribed. Would you subscribe? We just click that button and just let us know? A li- I mean, we don't find out really anything. I can't even see really who has subscribed. Very, very few times can I, and I don't know why it is that way. But we are getting to see where you're at in these kinds of things. So I just encourage you and invite you to take that journey with us. Father, I just give you all the glory and all the honor. Lord, as we stand on this threshold that is a new year and it is a, it's a new decade, Lord, we speak to those dry things. Lord, we we call those things into being that you have prophesied in our lives. Lord, I speak a blessing over everyone in the sound of my voice. Whether they're listening right now live or whether they're listening after the fact or maybe even months from now, they're listening. God, that your spirit is not bound by time or space and you're able to go and just translate yourself into that. And Lord, that they'll feel your presence even as I feel your presence. Father, I speak your blessing over them, Lord. I, I pray for everyone that's starting the, the 21 days of prayer, and maybe they've never done it before. Maybe they've never fasted. And Lord, they're going to take that step out, and maybe they're a little nervous. Pray you bless them in that endeavor, Lord, that no one ever gives to you, that you don't just, just overwhelm them with giving back. And Father, lastly, I speak a blessing over everyone who gave to this ministry this week, Lord, and paid their tithes and their offerings and participated in being a part of the core. Father, I speak a blessing over all of them. We give all this to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.